Hello to my greatest God family. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. This podcast is special. It's unique because I am a guest on the Spirit-Led Woman's podcast. So you'll hear her intro um, and what she's all about and what the Spirit-Led Woman is all about for about the first 45 seconds of this episode. Um, And then you will hear us get into the conversation. I really hope this blesses you all. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I have not forgotten about y'all. We will be posting a new episode next week. God bless. Hey, and welcome to the Spirit-Led Woman Podcast, where I am your host, Karen Williford. I am so glad you're here, and I want to let you know before we dive into this episode that we are all about living a spirit-led life. We are all about simplifying, decluttering, (laughs) uncomplicating our walk with the Lord. I want you to pursue the peace of God and ultimately just become who he created you to be. Now, this episode is sponsored by our membership, The Spirit-Led Woman, which is open now. Um, If you're interested, just click the link below. What you're listening to is Ashley. Ashley spent some time with us talking about how to be divinely developed by God. So go ahead. This one is a little longer than normal. It's because this one was dedicated for our students. And I want to give you a behind the scenes look. Talk soon. All right, ladies and a few gentlemen, if you are listening, I am Karen Willa Ford with a C. I am not one of the mean Karens that have taken over the world and they ruined my name, y'all. If you are familiar with the Karen epidemic, oh my gosh. I mean, it's horrible if I go somewhere, Ashley, and I need to see the manager. (laughs) And LaShonda, they say, what's your name? I'd be like, Karen. So tonight we have with us Miss Ashley. Ashley is amazing. She has become a little big sister to me. And I met her through Miss Garvey, Minister Garvey, who is also all the things in my life. And I love them so much. It's just such a blessing when you're able to build beautiful relationships with people like all of you. So Go ahead and fill up this chat because I personally, I actually keep the chat. I read them. I print them. I know I'm a nerd, but hey, it is what it is. And if you are listening to this via the podcast, you can leave um, comments or questions in the chat. So here we go. The other day I was talking to Ashley and we were talking about moving into this new season labeled 2023, right? And Ashley began to share with me something that the Lord put on her heart about moving into this season. And I was like, listen, we got to come on. You can't, you if you're around me, you can't share stuff that's good and God-inspired Without me saying, LaShonda, that was so good. I need you to be on the podcast in two weeks. And LaShonda's going to be like, Karen, you are doing a lot. But when I see or when I hear something that I know is inspired by Holy Spirit, I'm going to jump all over it. So I don't want to give too much. I do have a few questions I'm going to ask Karen there, Ashley, but we just going to bounce off of each other and do what we do best. So hello, Ashley. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Hey, Can everybody hey. hear Ashley? 
All right. All right, Ashley. So why don't you go ahead and just kind of set the, the tone for the direction we're heading in? Okay, no problem. I got you. I got you. So I apologize in advance for my voice. It may crack a little bit, but hey, we're going to get the word of God out there as it is intended to get out there. Um, thank you so much for allowing me to share this space with you, CW. I appreciate it. Um, you know, you are you are spirit led. That's why you're leading the spirit led movement. <laughs> and I appreciate you so much. So all honor and respect to you, first and foremost. Um, but yeah, so I, I messaged C just to check on her, see how her holiday was going, um, see how things were were going with the girls and, and things as such. And so I was like, hey, you know, this is what I feel like the direction is for 2023 for me i feel like this is a season of divine development and so i feel like we have an image as being becoming spirit-led women we have an image to portray and the image that we should be portraying is the image of christ but we have to get to a place where we are portraying that image we don't automatically arrive on earth and begin portraying that image because we're, we're born into sin we're born into this world so we have to begin to develop ourselves spiritually to portray the image of Christ out into the world. So as we are developing ourselves, the image that God gave me is of an image itself. So the Lord says, I, I want you to think of like an old school picture. So when you take a picture back in the day, in order to see what that image looked like, you had to go and get it developed. It wasn't instantaneous like it is now. You couldn't take the picture and then automatically see what the picture looked like. You need to take it to a center, and have the photographs, you know, developed. It had to go through a process. And so when the photo is being developed, um, they take out, you know, they take the camera apart, the little disposable ones. I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about. They take the camera apart, they take out the film, and they develop the film in a dark room. And the reason why they develop the film in a dark room is because the film is sensitive to light. So if the film in its underdeveloped state was exposed to light, then the image would be ruined and it wouldn't come out as it was intended to come out, how you took the image in itself. And so what I've been trying to get across in all of these messages is that um, we are in a season where development is crucial. God wants us to spend time developing our inner self. So being a part of groups like this, being a part of the spirit-led woman, being in community so that you can have that accountability to really work on yourself and work on your inner man. That's what's important in this season right now. I know it's cold outside. You have storms raging on. You have things that are going on outside. It's, it gets dark earlier on in the day. I mean, God's saying, you know, people look at that and they say, oh man, it's getting dark earlier. You know, I don't like the winter, but he says, I don't want you to miss the opportunity to use this season for what I have intended for it to be. And that is a season of divine development. So I want you, while you're inside of the house, I want you to do some inside work on, on the inside of you. Because the, the point of all this is, is that it's really an inside job. Like our relationship with God, it's an inside job. It's not something that um, really that we can do externally. It's something that we have to work on on the inside. And so in this season, um, as we're preparing to go into 2023, as we're, you know, on this podcast, sharing with one another, we have to like have that at the top of our minds. Like, OK, God, what are some things that you desire for me to develop 
in 2023. And one of the things that he was really telling me is like discernment. What needs to be one of those things that you would develop in 2023, having a hear to be able to having an ear to be able to hear from God and be able to discern what voices are God and what voices are not of God, because God sounds like what he said. So what we have in the Bible is what? 27 books in the Old Testament. What we have the entire Bible, which is showing us what it is that God sounds like. So when God speaks to us, we have to use the Bible as our basis. Like, okay, if I need to discern the voice of God, I need to look at what God said, because he's never going to contradict himself. So if does this sound like what God said in his word? Because if it didn't, I know that it didn't come from God. But if it does, I know that I need to move forward and do what it is that God has called me to do. I need to develop what discernment. I need to develop discipline so that when he calls me to do something, I can get up and do it immediately. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to push that off to another time or another day. What? Because the Bible tells us that what the, we don't know the day nor the hour. So it's always important for us to be disciplined in what it is that he's asking us to do. Because there's reasons behind what he's asking us to do. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean that there's no reason behind it. God doesn't ask us to do anything by happenstance, by accident, by coincidence. It's none of that when it comes to him. Like he wants us to do these things for a purpose and there's a reason behind it. And there's a reason why he's calling this season a season of divine development. There's going to be opportunities and doors that are going to open in 2023. And if you're not if you're not able to see the opportunities for what they are and you're not prepared to walk through them, you're going to miss it. And I don't want anybody on here to miss what God has for you in 2023. But I, I want you to know that there are some delays that have been caused because of the lack of development. So we really got to get on top of that. Like there are some things that God has desired to deliver to you. And the reason why the delivery has been delayed is because of lack of development. In a chef's hand, a knife is a powerful tool, but in a child's hand, it's a dangerous one. So that's the difference. That's the season that we're in. God's saying in, in one hand with the chef, it's a blessing for him to have a knife. That's a tool that he's using. That's something that he, he's, what he's honing his craft with. He's trained with the knife. He understands how to, how to use it for its intended purpose. But if he gives that same knife to a child, they're not ready for it. There's blessings that we're asking God for. And he's saying, I'm, you're not ready for it. I want to give it to you. I have the desire to give it to you. God doesn't want to withhold any good thing from you. So let's stop that right. He doesn't want to hold, withhold any good thing from you. He wants you to have those blessings that he promised to you. And he's not a man that shall lie. The things that he promised for you are for you, but you have to be ready to receive them. This is a season where Yes, we're going to pray. We're going to pray, but we're also going to prepare. Okay, we're going to pray and we're going to prepare. Because in some instances, I want you to know that in some instances, when an opportunity comes to some, it's going to look like a trial and a tribulation. Look at COVID in 2020. Some, it, was, it was a lot for a lot of people. But for those who were prepared, they didn't panic. There were people that... The Lord warned them months ahead of time that something was coming and they started preparing. They didn't even know what exactly it was. They just heard the voice of the Lord and they're like, God, is that okay? That's God telling me I need to go out and buy gloves. That's God telling me I need to go out and buy a mask. That's God telling me I need to go out and buy hand sanitizer. They had no idea why 2020 hit. Everything gets shut down. 
And, and guess what? The prepared didn't panic. They were ready. They heard the voice of the Lord months ahead of time and they were ready. And they had they had stuff to spare. They had hand sanitizer to sell. They had masks to sell. They had things in, in order. And that's how I want us to be going into 2020. I don't want us to be panicked. I want us to be prepared. I want us to be ready. I want us to walk into this season and be like, the Lord has developed me and I know it. I want you to have confidence. Like the Lord has been working on me and I have spent time in, in, in my closet, in my secret place. Okay. And I've developed this relationship with the Lord to the point where I can hear his voice clearly. And I don't have to question whether it's God or not. I know it's him immediately. And as soon as he tells me what it is that I need to do, I'm jumping to it. I'm jumping to it because I trust in him. He has a track record of trust with me. And because of that, there's no reason for me to doubt. I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for 2023. Ashley. Oh my gosh. I have so many notes. I have so many notes and just points of reference. And the chat is just blowing up over here. You said so much, but let me, let me say this. Earlier, I was talking to Zelma, and without her even knowing what you were talking about tonight, she instantly mentioned being developed in the dark. Mm. And I was like, OMG, this is nothing but the Lord. Yes, being indeed. developed, I want to talk about this a little bit, and I want you to talk about your development. All of us have different seasons and all of us can relate to different things being developed in the dark. Um, you lived in Korea, Japan, Japan, yeah, Japan. Japan. Mm -hmm. such a unfamiliar mm -hmm. land. Um, do you speak Japanese? Were you fluent? I mean, everything was so different. Right. Can you can you touch a little bit? I don't know what you want to talk about, but by Holy Spirit's inspiration, I know that that was a season of development. I know it for sure. Um, I don't know how much you want to share, but I love to share personal testimonies. I love to talk about things I've been through. I love to read the Bible. I love to read about Esther and Ruth and all the things, but there is nothing like seeing somebody you can touch, somebody you know, and you can say, tell me what you lived, how you went through it, and, and how I can overcome. So talk us through a little bit about being developed in the dark by God while living in Japan. Right. Okay. Um, so living living in Japan was interesting. It was it was a beautiful time in my life though. And I will say that um, I immediately got connected with a church group. Um, and it was through being connected with these women who were older than me, had more experience than me, that I really start to hone in on my own relationship with God. Um, see, I grew up in church. So I grew up Church of God in Christ. We went to church Sunday through Sunday. Every day of the week we was at church. <laughs> Every day. Um, and so I had a relationship with God, but it was based off of my parents' relationship with him. It wasn't my relationship with him for myself. So um, as I got older, as I went away to college, um, I started feeling the Lord tugging on my heart for the first time um, as an adult. So I was under my parents covering the entire time. And what my parents were doing were they were constantly spoon feeding me. They were constantly spoon feeding me the word, making sure I went to church 
making sure I, I, I prayed, making sure, like encouraging me to fast. They were always there encouraging my spiritual growth. Now, when I became an adult, there was no one there encouraging get it anymore like it was up to me to grow spiritually so i remember it actually was in college it wasn't even in japan i was sitting um by myself because I, I went off to college and i was like oh i'm gonna take a break you know i'm not gonna be doing all these services i'm not gonna go to church as much as i was going when i was at home and there was this vast emptiness in me that i cannot even describe it was like just a a huge part of me was missing and the lord was like the covering is gone you're no longer under your parents' house. It's up to you now. So if you want to have a relationship with me, then you need to seek me for yourself. If mom and dad's not going to do it for you, they can't vouch for you to get you into heaven. It's on you. So this entire time, they've been spoon feeding you. They've been praying over you. And it's not that they stopped praying, but I wasn't under their roof anymore. And there's a difference when you go from being under a roof that is filled with the Holy Spirit, your parents are praying and speaking in tongues, waking you up at 2 a.m., putting blessed oil on your forehead, the whole nine, the memes online are me going up like they were doing it. And I appreciate them so much. But at the time, I didn't. And it wasn't until I left their house that I understood the value and that I understood what it is that they were doing for me. Um, and it, was, it wasn't until I left that I understood that I, I now need to do it for myself. So that's what uh, college and even going uh, to Japan was for me. It was like, okay, how do I strengthen my spiritual walk with the Lord for myself? What is it that Ashley needs to work on? What is it that Ashley needs to do? One of those things Ashley needs to do was stop being a people pleaser um, because that was a huge issue for me. And it caused a lot of self-sabotage. Why? Because I valued people's opinions of me more than I valued God's opinion of me. And that's a dangerous place to be. Um, so I, I had to take a step back and I had to examine myself and say, OK, this is an area that's an issue for me. Um, I need to figure out why is it that I'm doing this? Why is it that I'm always um, putting the opinions of others um, above maybe my own self-interest? You know, that can be it can be a good thing to do that at times to be selfless. But you can do it to a point where it's detrimental. Um, and that's where I was in my in my walk. I was doing it to a point that it was detrimental. So um, honestly, a lot of praying and a lot of fasting. Um, fasting brought a lot of things out of me that I didn't even know were there. Things that were laying dormant from high school. Things that were laying dormant that were said to me in elementary school. I'm telling you, fasting will bring it up. It will bring it up because it's unhealed. And God said, as long as it's unhealed, it has to be brought up because it has to be it, this is a part of you that needs to be fixed. Um, and the good thing about God is that he doesn't force the fix. He waits until you come to him and let, and he lets you know, this is still an area, you know, this is, Hey, this is a little, this is a bit of a touchy area for you. This needs to be healed. Um, and I thank God for that. Like he doesn't force the fix, but he allows us to come to him and fix it, fix it. And that was one of the things for me, you know, sometimes words are spoken over you as a child and you have no idea the effects that it has on you as an adult until somebody pushes that button again. And then you get to snapping and you like, they like, whoa, where did that come from? And you're like, I apologize. That's the unhealed version of me coming out. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing for me until you said something and it triggered a memory. You know, when I was seven years old and so-and-so said this, and listen, there are some things on the inside of us that um, fasting will bring out. And I always encourage it. Um, I, I encourage it a lot, I fast, because there are, 
the unhealed, ver- the unhealed version of you needs it. It needs it. So I did a lot of that when I was in Japan, um, fasting, praying. I had a prayer partner um, who is still is my sister in Christ to this day. Love her so much. But we just got together every day and prayed. And I wasn't, you know, it's funny because I'm not even really the type of person to go up to somebody that I do not know. But I just did it with her. The Lord was like, that's that's going to be your person in this season. And so I went up, slid right into her booth. She was eating breakfast, didn't even know sis like that. It was like, hey, um, I know I, I know we don't know each other, um, but do you like prayer? Like she was like, I, she, when she tells the story, it's hilarious, but she was like, girl. Um, but yeah, we just got together every morning. We were praying, praying for one another, praying for our marriages because our husbands were gone all the time. Um, I had a son in Japan, um, which was an experience because they did not speak English, y'all, and they do not believe in epidurals but that's another story for another time um but what i will say is we were praying during that as well we were we were constantly praying she's praying for that process for me when she got pregnant out there i was praying for the process for her um but having an accountability partner having a community like this where women can pray together come on it's there there is no price you can put on it which is why it's important to uh invest in your own spiritual development Oh my gosh. Okay. Ashley, you said God don't force the fix. He don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm done right there because he 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 really don't. Sometimes you almost want him to, but we Why? have this, you know, we have this thing called free will. Mm. And that free will. That free will, you know, sometimes it's like, Lord, why you why you give me this? Now you you know. Yeah. You know, me and this free will going to get in some trouble, but he don't force the fix. That is so, 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 so good. You said a lot. Yeah, I have so many notes over here. I love when you mentioned you didn't have nobody there to spoon feed you. Mm-mm. And sometimes when we have people that are in our lives that can kind of carry us, we get so... Uh, dependent on that spoon feeding. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that, that that right there, we can do a whole nother podcast just on that within itself. That is that is powerful. Question: mm-hmm. What do you believe is the most important lesson that we can take from being developed in the dark? Now, here's the thing: not mm-hmm. just developed in the dark, but developed in the dark room by God. Mm. Uh, you know, there was a, there's a story in the Bible, of, of course, I'm sure you all are very familiar of um, the children of Israel when they left Egypt um, and God was a, a cloud by day and he was a fire by night. And the children were walking through the wilderness for 40 years and if you look at how far Egypt is um, from the promised land, you, you'll know that 40 years is not a 40-year distance. It's like within days uh, from each other. Um, when I was studying Developed in the Dark, one of the things that the Lord was saying is it, it really doesn't have anything to do with the distance. Because some of you guys think you're far away from what it is that God has promised you and you're not. It has nothing to do with the distance. 
the Israelites were not far away from the promised land. What it has to do with, they weren't far away physically, but their hearts were far away from him. And that's what it is that he was trying to fix within the 40 years was their heart posture. So if you can take anything from this, it's that you're not far away from what it is that God has from you. But what you have to make sure is that your heart is not far away. Not you physically, because the blessing can be here and you could be right here. Barely a difference. But it's your heart that needs to be in the right posture to receive the blessing that God has for you. That's the distance we have to worry about is our heart. So um, that's that's the one thing that I would say. Really, that I really want you to take from here is posturing your heart before the Lord in the season. So I was going to ask, what do you think is the most important takeaway? And you literally just answered it. It's not about the distance. And and again, I was talking earlier and, and, and we talked about comparison and we talked about the fine line between being inspired mm-hmm. and then dipping over into comparing yourself. And mm-hmm. sometimes you find yourself thinking that the distance is what matters. Mm-hmm. And it really takes maturity. So that's one of the major things I know by way of Holy Spirit as we move into this new season called 2023, spiritual maturity is it. I mean, the slogans is, is all this stuff is great and preparing and, and, and doing all these things. And let me just say this while, while I, while I sense this here, this morning during my devotion, I was led to share with, I'm assuming you all don't be so quick to say what you will do in terms of, mechanical things, right? I'm going to do this by 2023. I'm going to do this because Holy Spirit told me to share. You don't want to enter into this new season with anxiety. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in the mechanical, you know, I'm going to clean this room. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this credit score. I'm going to have this money in the bank. I'm going and and you can get yourself into a state of anxiety Instead of yielding to, you know what, I'm going to be developed. Because when the Lord develops me, when I yield to Holy Spirit developing me, all these other things will manifest. So what would you say... what, What would you say has been the most challenging part of your journey of being developed by God in, in the dark room. And I keep saying the dark room Mm -hmm. because that's where the film is developed. Yes, it is. Um, I, I'd say the tempo for me has been the most challenging part. And I mean, the pace, um, because I believe that God is our pacer. Um, He sets the pace, he sets the tone, he sets the tempo of our lives. Um, And if we look at it like a race, um, I don't, some of you may know, some of you may not, but I I ran track competitively. Um, And when you run long distance, you have a pacer. The pacer runs directly in front of you to make sure that you stay on target for the time that you um, desire to hit. And God is our pacer in the spirit. And so I think not running ahead of his pace 
has been one of the, the challenges that I have had to learn personally. Um, that's because we get so excited about something that the Lord may have told us. Um, and we might think that it's for this season. And he may be telling us to prepare us for the next season. And we might have the desire to run ahead of him. And I just want to urge you not to do that because I don't want you to outpace his grace. So it's just super important for us to remember that, God, you set the pace, you set the tempo. When you say it's time for me to get it, I know that I'm going to be ready to receive it. I can't run ahead of you. Um, I, I, I don't want to run ahead of you and experience burnout. Many of us experience burnout because we run ahead of God. I Look, I'm raising my hand. I have experienced burnout because I have run ahead of God. Um, I have wanted to do things on my own time. And God sets the pace. He sets the pace. And when you realize that he is the pace setter and that you have to run to his tempo, um, then you realize how important it is to slow down and make sure that you are in alignment with him. Like, okay, Lord, if this is the tempo that we're running at, I know that each checkpoint where it's time for me to receive a blessing, I'm going to receive it and I'm going to be ready to receive it. So um, staying, staying in pace with God is, is what I would say has been a, a big challenge for me um, that I, I am constantly overcoming. All right. So Lord have mercy. The pacer is before you when you run long distance. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this is this girl. <laughs> Lord have mercy. How important is stamina when running a race? How how important do you think having stamina is when being developed? And I want to ask you that. I want to make this point really quick. I was looking at Debbie Allen the other day, some of you may know, some of you may not know, my major in college was dance choreography and Debbie Allen was like my hero, okay? So I was looking at a video of her talking the other day and she was talking to Ashley about how some of these, the, the, the younger generation, they get on TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. And they can perform a 30 second video. Mm -hmm. But Diana, when they go to the audition, they tire before they even get through the warm-up because they don't have any stamina. Mm. So as we're talking about being developed by God in dark seasons, and, and, and the thing about seasons is with God, you don't know how long it's going to last, okay? It's not like, Karen, you're going to be here for 30 days. You don't know. What would you say in terms of Stamina, using your natural God-given gift as a runner, mm -hmm. connecting it with our spiritual growth. Um, conditioning, like you were saying, conditioning is super important. Um, and it's really important to understand that the conditions to which the racer is going to be run is not always going to be perfect. Sometimes you're going to run and it's going to be storming outside. Sometimes you're going to be running and it's going to be 70 degree weather. Sometimes you're going to be running and it's 90 and it's hot and you have to be prepared in each, in each element that you're running in. So it's best to practice in every element that you believe you're going to be running in. Sometimes wait, wait, wanna... wait, say that again. 
Ashley, I'm sorry. That is so good. I don't want nobody to not pick up what you just put down. Lord have mercy. It's important to practice in, in what? In all the elements, in the imperfect elements, in the unpredictable elements, because that when you're running your race, that's what's going to happen. In all, in each element, it's important to practice. You have to know what it feels like to run in 90, and you have to learn what it feels like to run in sub-zero. The trick is to keep running. Like, people want to give up because the condition isn't perfect, and, and that's life. We've all faced impossible, imperfect, tough conditions, and we have had to run through them. Life doesn't stop. We're all here because life kept going, even though we have been dealt with some, some tough situations. Um, so we all have the ability to endure, but it's continuing to condition ourselves to be able to endure. Um, and for me, that conditioning in the spirit, it looks a lot like uh, a fasting and praying, extended fasting, water fasting, turning off the TV and fasting, like denying yourself some of these pleasures because that provides a condition that you're not used to. You're used to getting off of work and it's been a long day. And you're like, I just need to unwind. I'm going to just turn on the TV. It's, it's a condition. What happens when you take away that condition? What happens when, when you take away that? And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to watch TV. When I have a hard day, I'm going to go lay on my face before the Lord for 30 minutes. I'm going to go and just lay flat out and just allow him to fill me and feed me. Because like the truth of the matter is the TV's not going to give me what it is that I actually feel like I need. You know, I want it because it's easy. It's easy for me to sit down after a long day and crack open a bottle of wine, turn on a, turn on a show. Um, but what's more difficult and what's going to produce growth on the inside of me is denying myself that pleasure and sitting down in silence before the Lord and asking him, how could I handle that day better? What is it that still needs to be developed on the inside of me? So that the next time I have a hard day, I know to call on the name of the Lord right there in that moment. I'm not even going to wait till I get home. I'm going to be calling on him. The, oh, excuse me. I need to go to the bathroom real quick. A whole shout session in the restroom, like whatever it is that you need to do. Um, but you have to get to that state. You have to, you have to get to that state of mind because our initial state of mind, our, our fleshly state of mind is like, I'm going to fuss this person out. I'm going to tell him what's on my mind. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to let him know. This ain't cool. I don't like how they spoke to me. Um, but there's a way to handle it uh, that's that's God's way, and there's a way to handle it that's ours. And we we have to make that choice every day, moment by moment. How am I going to handle it? I have to do it with my kids. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. We have a lot of teachable moments in this house. How am I going to handle this? You know, what am I going to say to them? Wow, this is so good. Um... I want to, I'm, I'm going to switch gears here for a minute because um, I just, this, this is so necessary. This is, I'm not going to, but it's so necessary. It really makes me want to weep because we live in a culture, Ashley, that does not scream discipline or be developed or you need to mature. Um Forgiveness is a lifestyle. Um, I was praying the other morning and I couldn't go to sleep. And I'm going to let the song play over us in a few minutes here. It arrested me. I was up 24 hours. I just literally could not get away from, from, from this encounter. 
And through it, Holy Spirit began ministering to me about another level, a greater level of forgiveness. I think I'm a, I think, you know, actually, I think I forgive people, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I think I got like an A minus. <laughs> and Holy Spirit was like, yeah, no, you got like a D right, right in this area with this person. And Holy Spirit started ministering to me in the dark. The world is quiet. The house is quiet. And I had to face me. And this forgiveness, because when you're being developed, the first thing you will see is you. And it's easy to be like, well, this, this and that and this person and and Holy Spirit say, yeah, but this ain't about her or her or him. This is about you. Mm -hmm. So. I want you to share maybe two principles on how we can apply this to our everyday life. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lifer, meaning I like to hear how I can take something and apply it to my life. So how can we apply being developed in dark and some of the things you're sharing in our everyday lives? And when you're done I'm going to end the podcast. I'm going to let this play over us. And I want you all, even as Ashley is about to answer this question now, to just invite Holy Spirit to a greater measure in your atmosphere and ask him, how can I be developed? And then I want you guys to put some stuff in the chat box. But Ashley, just share like two, two principles that we can apply to our everyday life in terms of how we can be developed by God. Right. Uh, one of those things is staying in constant communication with God. Literally staying tied to his tempo. So that means like literally saying all day throughout the day, taking moments of your of your day and saying, okay, like this is a this is a spiritual check-in. Like God, this is how I'm doing today. This is the state of my day. This is how things are going. Um, and this is, you know, what I feel like you're saying to me. What if you know, I'm listening for what it is that you're saying. So that's important. Praying and staying in constant communication with God. Um, the next thing I'm going to say, of course, is, is, is fasting so that the unhealed version of ourselves can definitely, um, be brought to light. So God can show us what still needs to be fixed. And so that we can go down and get those areas of our life healed. He wants us to be healed next year. He doesn't want us to be walking around with the same bandages that we've had since 94. He wants us to be completely healed from those, from those things. So, um, because in the spirit, we, we have cuts, we have wounds, we have bandages, um, and only the, only the father can heal those things. So it's just important to go to him and ask for healing in those areas, but identifying them is what's important. Like, Lord, help me to identify the areas that I'm not healed in yet. Like, show me God, show me myself, Lord, increase my vision to be able to see myself clearly. I need to see me. And then I need to see me how you see me. So I need to see two versions of myself, Lord. I need to see who I am right now. And then I need to see who you created me to be. Because the two aren't in alignment yet. So I need to see both versions. Um, And just going to the Father and asking him for those things. Asking him. Because he will tell you. He will show you. um, And just be ready. Like being okay with God's yes, no, and go. That's another one. 
um, being okay with it. Like saying, okay, I'm okay if he says yes. I'm okay if he says no. And if he tells me to move, I'm okay when he says go. It's just being tied to those things. Like, okay, what, what God asked me to do, I'm going to do because what? We have a track record of trust. I know I can trust in him. He's shown himself to me over and over and over again. Like all of us on here have a testimony of God of how he has come through for us when, we, when everything was down, when we didn't have anything and he showed up for us and he's going to continue to do that. So we have to be okay with the yes, the no, and the go. Wow. Tied to his tempo, Lord have mercy. That is so good. That is so good. I am going to prophetically speak this to you, Ashley, that I believe <laughs> in this season we are approaching, um, you will have to do something on a greater scale with divine development. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is a four-week course. I don't know if it is a workshop. I don't know if it's a book. I don't know. I don't know the what today. Mm -hmm. I'll get it. But you'll probably get it before I get it. But I do know by the leading of Holy Spirit, I do not speak with the lips of a foolish woman. There is something in this next season that you will have to do with being divinely developed because that is so connected to the heart of the Father. Being developed is, is theology, the, um, theology within itself. Being developed is doctrine within itself. It is the pure nature of God that uncomfortable, yeah, but it is critical. So I want you guys to let this song play over you and ask Holy Spirit, apart from some of the methods and strategies that Ashley gave us being tied to his tempo. Y'all, you got to let, you got to let your timeline go. Why don't y'all just surrender that? I, 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 in 2023, I want to host, even if it's one time, Ashley, some sort of surrendering service, a surrendering encounter, because we have to surrender. We hold on to so much and these things manifest in so many other areas of our lives. And you will be shocked when Holy Spirit say, let me get in your subconscious. I, I know you haven't been taught <laughs> the power of your subconscious. You haven't been taught that your flesh keeps score. Let me get in your subconscious. And you need to surrender that. So that the divine development can manifest and give birth to something full, healthy, and whole. I'm going to let this play over us. And I want you guys to just take this moment. Thank you for listening. I'm about to stop the podcast. I appreciate you. And leave comments or questions in the um, chat box below. <laughs>